out because of foreign wars we wage. More to do with the colors blue and red. Too many laws and too much government. Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread. So many people try to cross the border. Politicians build a new world order. Too many minds are convinced they should be led. I've got to be free. Welcome to today's broadcast of Tap into the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing with all the usual caveats, of course, and maybe a few additional ones today. I'll decide as I go on. <laughs> I am, of course, your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap, coming live from historic Rome County, Tennessee, and so very, very excited to be simulcasting live with the fine folks at WCET Radio. Here we are. It is the day after. And what do we know? Well, actually, depending on who you're looking at and who you're allowing to call your decision, who you're allowing to navigate your electoral map, uh, it is quite nearly a Joe Biden W. Uh, This, of course, is still very much up in the air, and I'm just now taking a peek again at the latest from Fox News, and and Fox News has not been uh, very well received uh, the last little bit. Uh, they, of course, called Wisconsin and Michigan for uh, Biden just a, a little while ago. Uh, it looks like Nevada has moved from leaning Joe to uh, being too close to call again. It looks like they're uh, making that same move in Georgia. Uh, and they've, it's, it's just kind of getting spooky. But uh, Fox right now 
still claims Arizona is in Biden's camp. And they've got Joe Biden at this very moment, the moment we're speaking, with 264 uh, electoral votes to uh, Donald Trump's 214, meaning that if Fox News is correct, Joe Biden only has to get Nevada. If he gets Nevada, it's done. Alaska is not going to matter. Georgia is not going to matter. North Carolina is not going to matter. Pennsylvania is not going to matter. It's done. But uh, there's still uh, still some conversation about Arizona. Now, uh, taking a look at the same electoral map, but going over to the most trusted name in leftist propaganda. Uh, yeah, we're looking at CNN. Uh, we see – well, I did see, and now the page has changed. We see uh, a electoral count that's a little different as they still have Arizona in play. Arizona actually may be the most important uh, state on the board right now. It's the only thing left that gives uh, a couple of paths to 274 Trump, but uh, – Still an uphill climb, according to CNN, as they uh, basically only have Nevada taken away from uh, Biden. So it's 253 to 213. And uh, it's a very odd situation. Uh, all kinds of crazy things going on. Uh, <laughs> Chief in the chat room. Hey, Chief, how you doing? He's host of uh, Simple Facts of Life. He, he just said, normal. We don't do normal here. And man, oh man, are you right. Now, I'm scheduled to be joined by Mr. Ron Edwards, and I talked to him uh, somewhere around lunchtime today, and he assured me that he would be here. But uh, I'm right now trying to get him uh, connected up to the conversation. We'll be uh, discussing all things. I'd love to get his perspective on uh, the situation without uh, going too far in depth right now, which is why I'm kind of being very general uh, about the description because I don't want to get too far down into the weeds uh, and then switch gears suddenly. So I'm kind of hoping we'll get connected with Ron here momentarily. In fact, I'll I'll go ahead and see if I can't text him and remind him that uh, he was supposed to be on. Uh, of course, I'm getting plenty of uh, <laughs> plenty of texts from uh, politicians saying, "Oh, the elections aren't over." Well, of course they're not over. Um, it's just I don't know I I don't remember I don't remember the last time I've seen this kind of insanity this far in and of course uh, the tinfoil hats obeyed there's a lot of information and of course you can tell I'm trying to text and talk at the same time not a multitasker <laughs> But uh, it's just I, – I just – I am so so shocked and amazed at this point that we saw such a level of sellout, quite honestly, and that's what it is. We saw the sellout of Fox News. I mean Fox News was literally 
perpetrating and voter suppression last night. They tried calling Virginia before Virginia could have been done. Not that I expected Donald Trump to win Virginia because we've watched the last four election cycles in Virginia. We know it's become a spillover location for uh, D.C. We know it's not a particularly great place for conservatives. But called it super early. They called Arizona when literally nobody else has called Arizona yet. In fact, uh, according to some reports that are sneaking out right now, uh, most of the people in Arizona fully expect Donald Trump's going to come away with a win there. And we really, really need that right now if we're going to keep the paths open. If, if Arizona stays in Biden's camp, then all he's got to do is get Nevada, and Nevada is a place where there's a lot of Mormons, and there's a lot of Mormons that don't like Donald Trump because he was mean to Mitt Romney, but they don't like abortion a heck of a lot more than they dislike Donald Trump. So I, I have a hard time believing that that's a state that is as close as it is. I, I think if my audio is not uh, – not tricking me here. I think Ron has joined the conversation. Ron, is that you, sir? Are you with us? Yes, I am. All right. Well, all right. Welcome to the show, as always. Thank you so Thank very you. much for being Thank here. So uh, let me do the usual uh, introduction real quick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, this is the purveyor of the Edwards Notebook, the host of the Ron Edwards American Experience. And uh, he's an all-around great patriot, a great Christian man, and he is a fighter. For the, for the principles of liberty. Uh, Ron, I, I want you, before we get started, to take, take in a couple of deep breaths, and I <laughs> want to remind you that we are broadcasting live on a radio station that is uh, required to follow the FCC rules. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that not because I expect you to go on a tirade, but because I'm constantly having to remind myself not to go on one of those tirades <laughs> based on what I've seen. Uh, Ron, let's, let's, let's start with some – I think what most of us would agree is reasonably good news. It looks at this point – and it's shameful that it's not settled at this point, but it looks at this point that the Republicans have maintained control of the Senate. So there is at least some form of uh, handbrakes that can be applied to the socialist agenda that these folks wanted to slam down our throat should things peel out the way they're supposed to. So let's take a look at the Senate races, uh, and uh, I want to get your thoughts there first before we move to the down and dirties of uh, of how this has played out. Well, um, well of course, like uh, every other sane American, very disappointed the way things have um, um, landed so far. But I just want to encourage everybody because um, as I encourage myself, uh, because I came close to uh, being eligible for being <clears throat> uh, removed from the air during my own show earlier, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> real close. But here's the thing. The Trumpster is going to take uh, the situation to court. And I'm encouraged because of that. There has been massive cheating. I know someone personally who got a – you know how you go in to fill out your ballot. They handed them a, a Sharpie instead of an ink pen. Yeah. Well, if you, if you use a Sharpie, that disqualifies your, your ballot. And this happened a lot in Arizona and a few other places. Number two, 
um, you don't go to bed. You don't go Betty by. I went Betty by about 2 a.m. because I was on the um, Captain's America show because he wanted me to be, be a part of the election night roundtable. And we noticed that in Michigan, Pennsylvania, a couple of other places, the Trumpster had a pretty substantial lead. And then voila, they said, Trissel, 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 Tron, let us bring some other votes home. And out of nowhere, the other side is caught up. No new, no new votes for Trump, but all of them, hundreds of thousands for Mr. I have hairy legs Biden. <laughs> so I, when I started reading and I, and I started looking into these kind of stories, <clears throat> I became less and less discouraged. I still stick by all that I told you all these months, and in fact years, isn't it, that um, you know Trump's going to be reelected. I stand by it. The reason why is because when this thing goes to court, what happens when you go to court? You go to trial, and guess what evidence is exhibited? And eventually that evidence becomes public knowledge. And it will come out since the the Democrats are being allowed and being cheered on by Fox News, which I'm no longer a fan of at all. I am a fan on, of some personalities on there, yep. but they're, 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 they can go to hell as far as I'm concerned. The people that run Fox—they're done. They're done. They're dead in my in my eye in my mind. But because this thing is going to go to court, and they're not playing, the, the evidence will come out, and eventually this stuff will be turned around because the level of cheating and there's some electronic. Um, cheating as well, uh, electronic um, vote flipping. They're just doing a better job of it this time. I think they did about 3 million votes that way with Ali Obama. They had the technology to do up to maybe, I don't know how many millions more uh, because they've improved things and made things a little less detectable than they were before, but there's still ways to get around that too. So there's been a little of that, but hugely or bigly, as the president would say, Hundreds of thousands, like out of nowhere, with not one more for him. You know that's there's some, and and here's the thing. And I talked about this. <laughs> I talked about this last week <coughs> on uh, Captain Show. I said, "Hey, look, it was a conversation amongst poll workers in Michigan. They're bragging about the fact that they're using the implied rule of six feet." which would prevent the poll workers from observing the details of what's going on. So you have, let's say you have the poll workers at one table. Then you have another poll worker table. So you got six feet, six feet, and you've got to stay six feet away that, from that one. So you're 12 feet away. And they were laughing about this. <laughs> so they can't, so you had those kinds of activities, not only in Michigan, but I knew about Michigan because, you know, I'm here. Um, And so you've got all these things. Now, I don't know if Trump will bring that up in Michigan, but I but because his his eye is on Pennsylvania and that's enough to, uh, you know, gag a maggot. What what's happened in Pennsylvania? Now, how would he know? Was it Wolf who said way before the election, 
well, not way before, but long before votes were counted, that uh, he knows that uh, that um, Biden was going to win. He didn't say like uh, we were saying. We believe we we we, we believe that. Uh, he, no, he knew. Yeah. Because he's remember he's the governor's a Muslim. Muslims lie. Democrats are Democrats. All they do is lie. And this state, trust me on this one. They're going to be. Is this all going to be overturned? Because that's the only way they can win important elections. Can you think if the the truth were were reported on just a battle of ideas, you think <laughs> it would have even been this close? Well, well, clearly not, Ron. I mean, that's why the media works so hard to keep the average voter from finding out anything that Donald Trump had accomplished. In fact, I was uh, – I, I wish I'd had my uh, my phone with me, but my battery had died, which always is the case when that happens. But I spent some time talking to some folks on election day, and I just asked some random questions about uh, Trump's foreign policy and uh, uh, whether or not they thought Trump uh, deserved to uh, win the Nobel Peace Prize. And as the whole thing played out, uh, they didn't even know he had been nominated. They certainly didn't know he'd been nominated four times. They definitely didn't know he was the first nominee, the first person to ever be nominated that actually met all four of the primary criteria. And they had no idea Trump had done anything other than be a racist bigot. I mean, that is that is the average individual that trust and relies solely on the legacy mainstream media. And uh, I was right there with you. I, 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 was, I stayed watching Fox just to see how bad it would get. And as the night went on, other than maybe Brent Hume, uh, who was asking legitimate questions at various times, uh, and they decided to take a few shots at him and kind of make fun out of him <laughs> at, over the uh, 2000 uh, Gore election and then he uh, did point out to them that it may have taken a little while but i was right on calling florida then if you'll remember but uh outside of uh tucker carlson i it it would have been probably more interesting and more fun as a trump supporter to have watched cnn uh, and I find that amazing. I, now, I don't want journalists to pick a side. I don't want to turn on Fox News and that be, hey, this is the Trump network. But I do have higher expectations of uh, Fox News trying to be <clears throat> fair and balanced, although they, they don't say that anymore, do they? No, they don't. Uh, but I love Tucker Carlson. He was on at least a couple of times that I remember, and he didn't talk about the election. He talked about journalists. And journalism, and I noticed, and I don't know if you saw any of that or not, uh, watching any of it yourself, but I noticed that they they brought that camera angle in real tight, and they didn't want uh, you to see the faces being made uh, by the other people that were there in that studio, as Tucker Carlson was talking about, because that was not a jab at CNN. It wasn't a jab at MSNBC. It was a jab at his fellow Fox co-host. Wow. I did see some of that, and maybe I didn't catch that that part of it, but because um, uh, I, I cause in fact I, I I had to walk out the room or something like that. But I do remember he was on, and I remember after he after I came back, he was he wasn't on anymore, 
I didn't see him anymore. And um, I was watching the hosts, and a good friend of mine called and said, Ron, I, I know if you're watching Fox, I know you. You're probably dying over there. You, you better resuscitate yourself, turn to, to Newsmax or something. And so I did, and so I watched Newsmax, and I even had a, that's what I had in the background when I was uh, uh, on the radio with uh, with uh, Captain Matt. But uh, I'm done, man. I mean, I know when people that I like are on there, like Tucker and uh, Laura Ingram and uh, a few others, Sean Hannity, um, Charles Payne, I really like him, Emac. I love some of the personalities, but uh, but, uh, when you talk about Brett Baer, Martha McCollum, and it gets worse from there. Yeah. They're not nearly the worst on there. Uh, Donna, uh, Big Mama Brazil, Want, Whiny Juan Williams, a uh, couple of jerks. You know, it's it's just just sick, man. And the way I knew they were on their way out when they got rid of Kimberly Guilfoyle, and because of her relationship with Donald Trump Jr. and allowed Big Donna to stay even though she was uh you know playing um I won't say that but uh, making house playing house with uh Bowser with Mayor Bowser of DC you talk about conflict of interest and I knew then okay they've jumped the shark yeah. well I mean we all kind of felt it coming anyway when uh, Matt Murdock was uh stepping back and uh he wasn't going to be handling as much of the day-to-day. Yeah. Uh, I think, unfortunately, when Ayers took the hit that he did, it kind of uh, put Fox on a path to being more like the uh, the remainder of the legacy mainstream. Uh, and I, I honestly think we're still on a countdown for uh, the amount of time that we're going to be able to see people like Hannity and uh, Laura Ingram and, of course uh, – our good buddy uh, Tucker. Uh, I, I really think that those shows are going to have to find a different home, and I don't think it's going to be. I really don't think it's going to be too much longer before that happens. But uh, it, to go back to a point that uh, you kind of raised, uh, and I was kind of hoping to to go a little more in depth with it uh, a little later, but I'm I am glad you brought it up. You're talking about the sudden influx of Biden votes just out of nowhere, particularly late at night when they knew mm-hmm. most people uh, were no longer watching directly. Uh, I was actually involved in the conversation, uh, somebody that I know who used to work as a poll watcher uh, in uh, the New York area well, back in the day before they moved down here to Tennessee. And uh, he was telling me that uh, if he hadn't already decided to join the walkaway movement because he he was a Democrat, you know. He's like, I, I lived in New York, man. <laughs> it's you either were a Democrat or you weren't political, and it wasn't safe to be not political. Uh, but uh, if, if I hadn't already joined the walkaway, this right here is enough to make you uh, know that you need to because there is no way that that ever happens. There's never a precinct, there's never a district that comes back where you get a hundred percent, or in some cases more. Than 100%. And that's part of the shenanigans that we've been seeing, particularly out west. Uh, we're supposed to believe that 100% of the people that live in certain districts not only are legally registered but are showing up to vote. I'm sorry, uh, that 
that that five year old over there, uh, he's counted as part of the population of the uh, district. <laughs> he's not a registered voter. How how do you have a vote accounting for him? And just the numbers, he said. He, he was telling me that the spike, it's not possible. Nobody ever comes down a hundred percent. He said there was always that one contrarian. And that kind of goes along with a point that I had made previously uh, when Barack Obama was reelected, and it kind of made me feel good to know that somebody that's actually done the job was uh, telling me that uh, basically something I've been saying for a while is true. It's like it, there there is not a neighborhood anywhere in this country where you don't have at least some crotchety old contrarian guy that's just like, I'm just tired of hearing you talk about such and such. I'm voting for the other guy just to shut you up. <laughs> There's always at least one. Yeah. So, so I it, it does seem astounding that so many people are buying into this. Wisconsin. Well, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but Wisconsin, Michigan, these are two states that broke for Trump before, and then these are two states that this go around. Democrats knew they had to have, and suddenly they have trouble figuring out how to vote. And I was going to ask you specifically too about the story primarily in Arizona with the Sharpies, and you say you've heard stories about Sharpies being used in other places too. I, I, I'd heard mostly Arizona, not uh, had not come across too much of that anywhere else. Uh, do you remember where uh, those other locations were? Well, I, in Michigan specifically, I know I know of an individual who's a good friend of ours who himself he didn't pay attention. They gave him a sharpie. He went and filled out his, his 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 his. He did his duty, due diligence, and he realized, wait a minute, but it's too late, you know, about yeah. the sharpie because uh, it was brought up on local news that some people had used sharpies, but I don't know if it's at the level as it, as reported in Arizona. But that's an anecdotal story that I do know of someone personally um, that uh, used it, and they said that some people. Uh, used it. And here I'm trying to find, it was a story that I had earlier I used on my show. And some of these things, these things get taken down after a while, but oh Lord, I forget the counties, but you had, uh, maybe it's on my phone too. If I could find it, you had so and so, so, so many, let's say 130,000 registered voters. But yet, it was 139,000 votes for Biden. So you had a total of vote, votes for Biden that superseded the entire population of registered voters in that, in that state. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's not supposed to raise an eyebrow or a red flag, Ron. We're just supposed to say, oh, well, we must have lost that one. Uh, as people must have moved in last second. Uh, it's insanity, just absolute insanity. Uh, you know, if you are willing, sir, I would love to have you on for both hours tonight because I think there's so much to address. Although I would understand you're probably pretty tired. Uh, if if you can't, that's okay. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to take the mid hour break because, believe it or not, Ron, we're already there. It's already. Yeah, I just started. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, said I, hello. 
just barely <laughs> a second ago. But let's uh, let's take that mid-hour break. I'll let you ponder whether or not you want to to stay along for that second hour, and I won't press you until near the end of the hour. But uh, <laughs> I, I just want to plant that idea in your head right now. In the meanwhile, guys, all of you out there listening, don't go anywhere. We will be right back after this very brief break. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, by the way, if you're in one of these heavily populated cities. Uh, where Antifa was out running around. I hope you're hunkered down somewhere like Chief because you need to be in a bunker right about now. It is not safe, and it doesn't matter who wins. That's one of the topics we'll broach also on the other side of this break. So stay where you're at. Uh, it is I, your ever-so-humble and mostly peaceful host, MTAP, and the Ron Edwards as we return after this brief break. If you don't believe or prefer to ignore the fact that Democrats are on a never-ending mission to eliminate liberty and destroy the United States of America, boy, have I got a wake-up call for you. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, Democrats do not have good or positive ideas that would help improve the quality of life for we the people, nor do they support good ideas for our nation. But what Democrats do have in support are wicked ideas that foster moral depravity, economic ruin, slothfulness, and tyranny. Since the days of slavery, Democrats have fought to enact any type of oppression. Their heroes like John Dewey, Karl Marx, Joseph Stalin, Iranian dictators, etc., would support. Ever since physical slavery of black Americans was abolished, Democrats have tried to use their political clout to oppress Americans in general. Today, Democrat officials like Mayor de Blah Blah of New York City and New York Governor Cuomo are pleased with non-mask-wearing throngs of rioters who burn and loot businesses while threatening to shut down churches and synagogues, but not mosques. The good news is that despite the slanted polls, Democrats shall lose on November 3rd, and America will be spared an early death. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. This is Dan Perkins for your songs and stories for soldiers, veterans, tip of the day. Did you know that the VA drastically expanded telehealth during the pandemic? Telehealth allows you to stay in your home and visit with a doctor. Prior to the outbreak of the epidemic, the VA system conducted about 2,500 telehealth video sessions daily. Today, it's increased a thousand percent with more than 25,000 telehealth calls every day. Here's your veterans tip of the day. Make contact with your local VA facility and find out how you can enroll in telehealth. It'll improve the quality of your care. This has been your songs and stories for soldiers.us veterans tip of the day. Become a WCET late nighter today. What is a late nighter you ask? A late nighter is a loyal listener who wants access to the WCET radio shows on demand and wants to contribute to the station's growth with an annual or monthly listener contribution. Late-nighters also get priority access to host call-in shows, special WCET swag, and late-nighter-only events on the network. Become an annual late-nighter and get a free WCET Stop the Censorship t-shirt sent directly to you all over the world. Just click one of Become a Late Nighter buttons all over WCETradio.com to subscribe. Without you, there is no us. Late Nighters and WCET radio listeners around the world, listen up. 
The shop is here, and you can order WCET Radio and your favorite shows, Swag, right now. And show your friends and your neighbors you're awake by wearing one of our many shirts, including our Stop the Censorship shirt. That one is a hot seller, so get yours while supplies last. We have coffee mugs, clocks, so you never miss your favorite shows, books, mouse pads, and more coming soon. Just go to WCETradio.com and click the shop link. That's WCETradio.com and get to shopping. I listen to WCET every day because it's the most tremendous radio station in America. You heard the man. Nothing better. WCET FM talk radio like no other. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are simulcasting live on WCET at this very moment. So we are emulating uh, worldwide at WCETradio.com as well as WCET, the app. Uh, I want to remind you, each and every one of you, please, please go sign up. Become a late-nighter. Going into 2021, it will be well worth it. The exclusive content is uh, going to be growing uh, by leaps and bounds. And uh, WCET might be one of the few radio stations uh, left after uh, uh, the socialist Marxist maniacs uh, tried their their little takeover attempt uh, that uh, we'll just all move off the coast of uh, South Carolina and we'll be broadcasting uh, Radio Free America style. Uh, trying to let the citizens of America remember what the nation used to be as we lead a resistance. And yes, you become the resistance. Let's fight censorship and the whole nine. Meanwhile, I'd also uh, like to extend my condolences to you if you live in Seattle or uh, San Francisco or even Philadelphia or possibly even Atlanta. Because for you, it may already be too late to order from my Patriot Supply and have your items arrive to you in a timely manner uh, where it's going to make a difference uh, when the craziness ensues. And believe you me, craziness is going to happen, especially in these major cities. But if you live out somewhere in rural America, uh, you still got a pretty good shot. So let me take this opportunity to remind you that in order to truly enjoy individual liberty, you must engage in personal responsibility, and a big part of personal responsibility is being self-reliant, and nobody's been helping you to be self-reliant longer than my Patriot Supply. Uh, Right now, you can still order the four-week kits, uh, 25-year shelf life on really good-tasting food, and uh, there's still a little bit of a delay, but you can have it in a couple of weeks' time at this point. Place your orders. It's still going out first come, first serve. And if you'll follow the link in today's show description, uh, not only can you uh, go directly to the four-week kits, but it also lets them know that I sent you. So, uh, hey, help me out a little too. Uh, it, it's really – I'm thinking about you guys, though. You're going to need this food. Ron, Ron, here we are. It is the night after the election. Things are still up in the air, sort of. Uh, shenanigans of all kinds ongoing, but before we return to that topic, uh, please let everybody know where they can find your work. Thank you, uh, Tim. Uh, first of all, you can reach the Ron Edwards American Experience Talk Show every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at uh, 5 p.m. right here on WCET. And on Fridays, we're on the the radio from 4 until 6 p.m. And on WCET and Sundays, 
at 2 p.m. as well, right here. And you can also hear the Edwards Notebook, which is aired on hundreds of radio stations. Um, it is carried during Captain's America Third Watch and other um, broadcasts uh, throughout the country, including uh, during Tim Tapp's show. And, of course, you can read my columns. Just go over to newswithviews.com or America Matters. No, um, America Matters is where you can also catch the Rondo with American Experience on Saturdays. And uh, also, <clears throat> you can catch uh, my columns at AmericaOutloud.com. Uh, and uh, so there you have it, Tim. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that with everyone. I'm sure that uh, if they haven't already checked it out, I will take every opportunity in the next couple of weeks to shame them to going and doing exactly that. Because trust me, guys, you are missing out. I promise you, if you're not uh, doing this. Uh, now, I-, I had wanted to kind of touch on your thoughts on the uh, Senate races. Uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, Lindsey Graham in particular, those two were supposed to be in highly contested. And as it turned out, really not so much. They wasted a lot of money there. Uh, but before we kind of swing into that, I did want to get your thoughts on had this been a uh, – I hate to use the term normal because I don't think it means absolutely anything at all anymore. But had this been a more traditional election, um, what do you think the impact of third-party candidates happen to be in some of these states, especially swing states? And I'm thinking particularly about Joe Jorgensen because she was – as a libertarian candidate, uh, I think a majority of libertarians probably would have voted uh, for the Republican candidate if they didn't have someone. And she drew enough numbers in most of these swing states that were highly contested that had they uh, went 70-30 to Trump, that probably would have been enough to swing it in Trump's favor. Um, I don't think it matters too much in this one because of well, I'm going to say it again, shenanigans, uh, and there were still several states where she she did well enough that those number still was pretty stout that Trump still won. Uh, but I still – I always like taking a look at some of the third-party candidates that grew well and would like to get your thought on what kind of an impact that had and if those votes had went a different way, what the changes would have been, you think? I think um, had we – not had her to deal with um, to take away votes basically from Trump. I think uh, you're right that it would have been a little, just slightly more difficult to um, commit the shenanigans. But then again, I guess it would be very negligible because, I mean, he was 700,000 votes ahead um, at one point in Pennsylvania. So um, a, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, Libertarians are there to try to take away from Republicans, especially the type of Republicans like Trump, who's strong on military and uh, protecting our border. Because, you know, Libertarians are for open borders and things of that nature and everyone smoking pot and uh, whatever. And um, they love Islam. They don't care about the atrocities of Islam and things of that nature, even though they run around. Uh, preaching about freedom and acting like they're the only experts on the Constitution. Lordy, lordy, lordy. But, uh, yeah, to get back to your original point, um, (sighs) not that much. In normal times, had she drawn what she has done, it wouldn't have made a difference. 
because it's the che- it's the cheating that is so pervasive uh, now that uh, that makes the difference because it's just an out and out bold cheating scandal right now because we've had libertarians in the past that drew pretty well I I'm pretty well for them mm-hmm. uh, you know got to be accurate with that uh, and they still and the Republicans normally still won they didn't affect the president anyway. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's been very often that third-party candidates have significantly uh, drawn the type of votes that require that. I do think a certain uh, Ross Perot uh, did manage to change the course of of an election, but uh, that's a rare exception. Yeah. But and the Bull Moose Party. Remember yeah. the Bull Moose, which hurt the Republicans. Yeah. But uh, again, I, I I kept seeing uh, Joe uh, Jorgensen show up. In almost every one of these states in the polling data, and and the numbers were significant enough in most places to have made the difference. Uh, but again, as you say, uh, clearly not every libertarian who voted for her would have voted for Trump, so it's hard to gauge how much of that uh, gauge was there. And of course there were still Green Party slash uh, socialists in a lot of places, and let us not underestimate the drawing power of Kanye West. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. Whoa. You know, I I don't know if it should be a point of pride or embarrassment, but he did the best in the state of Tennessee. <laughs> so, yay. Uh I, at least they weren't voting for Biden. So, I he may have actually helped uh, Trump come out pretty well down here. Okay, well, he was good for something, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm already a Kanye 2024. Okay, I want him to keep running as long as he keeps running. I, I don't know how I'd feel about a win, but he can keep running all he wants to. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we face this situation now where, regardless of who ends up with the win, the other side is going to claim illegitimacy, and I think. On the part of conservatives, that's a pretty fair assessment if they end up uh, installing Miss Harris into the White House because you oh. and I both know that Biden will uh, at best be the front man uh, with the little blanket on his uh, lap as he's being rolled around and eating his pudding and occasionally being asked uh, to give an interview. But uh, regardless of how this plays out, how do you think the media – and these polling institutes managed to gain back any level of legitimacy, or are we past the tipping point where they even care? They don't care. They don't care, just like the uh, cheaters don't care. It's bold in your face. Um, everyone is kissing their backsides. Um, they're getting away with everything, just like the people in the streets. Um, are getting away with everything. That's why the mayors don't protect, you know, just like the mayors uh, have uh, forced police officers not to protect individuals from the brutality of Antifa and, and, and Blue Lives Ma- uh, Black Lives Matter uh, in the streets. The same thing, you can look at uh, the, the shenanigans and what the Democrats and other cheaters are doing together and believe me, there are outsiders with big, big, big heap of pockets that are helping in this effort. And it's uh, it's just it's it's in our face. That's why the president has to go to court, because that's the only way this stuff is going to come out in mass. I mean, yes, you have your Newsmax, which, by the way, 
is catching up with Fox News. Uh, they're expected to surpass Fox Business uh, by this time next year, maybe before now, because of uh, the way Fox is so rapidly changing into a uh, leftist uh, organization before our eyes. But, uh, Tim, <clears throat> they um, – I, I just expect them to continue to be just in your face. They don't care. And they think – and they're, see, that's why the cheating is going on the way it's going. You six feet – rule in, in, in Michigan to keep people, the poll watchers in other states. I know in, in Pennsylvania, they prevented poll workers from even coming in to do their jobs um, or poll watchers rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's, yeah, they've gotten away with so much for so long and they're, and they've got uh, their quiet cheering section called the media. I mean, if I had their mindset, and I was able to do all the things that they're doing. Trust me, I would be in your face too. I would just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care, because they can do whatever they, they, they in their mind, they can do whatever they want to do, and that is why Trump has their ire like never before, because he's actually standing up to them and still going balls to the wall all the way. Okay, well we'll just go to court then. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's absolutely the thing too, dude. And they're not used to having people push back, and, and for for all the foibles that uh, Donald J. Trump may have, uh, he is without a question, without a doubt, a fighter, and that's what we need. And unfortunately, I don't know where we're going to get another one. We need another one to follow him up because these people need to understand this is what you get when you try to forcefully take America. And I did see a lot of people who walked away from the Democratic Party, which is all the more reason why I'm just in shock and amazement that people just want to kind of go along with this idea, this notion that uh, Joe Biden won all these states when there were so many people who were fed up with everything that Joe Biden was uh, claiming to be for. And they know he's an empty suit. But I did want to touch on this first hour before it completely goes away, the violence that we saw in the streets in some of these cities. Strangely enough, cities that voted for Biden in states that clearly voted for Biden, places that you would expect Biden to get the win regardless of what he had done. Why did we see violence in these places? Well, because violence is allowed in those places. Bevelyn Beatty, I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's a Christian activist who has recently been on Fox News, Newsmax, and a few other places. I've tried to get her on my show um, <clears throat> to no avail, but she's great. She's the, the lady that uh, recently, in fact, the, the morning before we left D.C., about three in the morning, she was out there and tore all the signs off of the, the, the fence that separates the um, protesters from the White House in Lafayette Park. She tore all those. They're very satanic signs. I saw some of that crap. And we were saying ourselves, those things need to come down. They need to be just ripped down. And uh, she did it in the middle of the night. And I told, and there was a liberal white guy, leftist white guy, because, you know, white, white liberals hate black people doing the right thing. So this liberal white guy 
runs over there and lays on the pile of signs that she had torn had she had torn off the fence because she and her friends were getting ready to pick up the piles and throw them away. Unlike liberals who, when they tear down things, they just leave litter everywhere. And this white guy, leftist liberal, lies on the trash and hollering, Black Lives Matter. Um, see, this is what, see, that kind of stuff drives me up a wall. Up the freaking wall. Because these Democrat leftists, if you were to go back three generations, it was Democrat leftists, and they were leftists technically, because the, the, the Democrat Party was born out of leftism technically, uh, a derivative of the loyalists uh, to, to, to Great Britain, if you want to go all the way back. They, they were spawned out of that. Yeah. And, and, and so um, guess what happened to her just recently, just last night? Actually, I, I saw your post about that earlier, so I know, but I'm going to let you tell the story just the same. Well, I saw the video. They, these, these cowardly, this cowardly man walks up with a knife does, and stabs her in the back. I guess it was going for her kidney. She's in stable condition. Then he goes at a guy. I guess he came over there to help her or whatever. He goes and stabs him in, in the neck. And another lady who was filming all this is screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, and S-H-I-T. And running around, they finally get police to come. And the guys, I mean, his, his blood was just just firing out of his body, not dripping out. It was pouring out. And the police, nonchalant, like they didn't give a damn. And no one had, in this entire, it was about 10 minutes long, finally, the police are trying to act like, well, it's nothing. I don't see anything. I don't care. Uh, you have any evidence? The guy's bleeding, right? <laughs> bleeding. Yeah. And yeah. yet, and so finally, she says, "Well, look, I've got the video." And then that's when she cut the phone, the phone off. I guess so, so she could show them what she had recorded. So this is crazy. They're, but they're they're like this because this is what they're allowed. And this goes back to what I've said about our side. <sighs> See, when we were there, when we were there, I mean, I walked right, right, right by BLM members. We were all around them. It didn't matter if it was at night, if it was in the middle of the afternoon. Like, like Beverly and Beatty, we never started any problems with them. So we, we didn't have any problems. But a few of us, we were ready. Boy, were we wet, ready in a big way. And more of our side has to be ready. Those people should have been ready to protect her and kick their asses. Excuse the language. But this is represent, representative of what, as, of what has been wrong with us on our side in the church, on the political right. We've been weak and droopy daffodils, and we've been basically Wimpus Americanus Apologeticus. And the and the other side knows this. That is why they are so emboldened to to stab us, to steal votes, to manufacture votes out of nowhere, to basically, oh, as Twitter did today, totally banned 
and has blocked the president from communicating at all. Uh, On every front, and the only reason they're like that is because – because they're no different than the bullies we used to have to beat up in Cleveland. Once we turned the corner on that, of course, we were called crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, you fight back, then you're called the crazy one. Or in politics, you're called the bigot. You fight, you know, you fight back against – and you know what's going to happen. If Uncle Joe stays in the White House, forget our border. Forget our nation as we know it because they're going to allow her to be overrun totally. You think it's bad now? Why do you think that they allow the, the cities to be locked up like that and these people to run run around and stab people and, and, and not get in trouble? Why do you think they've allowed this for, for these many months? Because they're preparing Americans for what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris wants to unleash on the society. Remember, Kamala Harris, and uh, I tweeted it, other, many, many, many people tweeted when Kamala or Kamala, I'll, I'll call her Kamala now, now that she calls herself Kamala, when Kamala, Kamala wrote that we're coming after you, you, you Trump, Trump supporters, we are coming to get you. We're coming after you. I mean, and she's a vice presidential candidate saying something like this, and, and she got away with it. The political right didn't jump on it and, 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 and do anything. Not enough of us said anything to make any significant difference. So they have no fear. There is no shaming of evildoers anymore by, you know, on our side. And, 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 and you know what happens in the in church world? You stand up against evil, they come after you. Oh, you can't be evil like that. They, turn, they call our president evil names. It's like we have to we have to love them, uh, Ron. We we have to 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 love them as the Lord would love them. And yeah. say, well, uh, let me remind you. Uh, uh, let me remind you, Pastor. Uh, Jesus would be out here with a whip. <laughs> He'd be kicking over some tables and would be taking some names. But you're right. The the other part that's very telling about this is this: they are targeting not just places where they know they can get away with it because nobody's going to come after them. There are no repercussions. But it also was sending the strong message to a Biden-Harris administration, a Harris-whoever uh, administration shortly after. The message is give us what we want or we keep going. They they almost did this extortion of vote for Joe Biden if you want this to stop because maybe they will. They won't. The only way to have brought this to an end, Ron, would to would have been to reelect Donald Trump and then let Donald Trump declare martial law, institute the Insurrection Act, whatever he needed to do to make it legal, go in, rip this out by the roots, and return law and order to these cities that have been without it so long they don't even remember what it would be like. They don't even remember how nice it is to feel safe in your city, at least reasonably so. Booyah. Couldn't have said it better myself, but that's what needs to be to happen. I've said this to folks. Some people liked it. Many others detested me for saying for daring to say something like that. And I I just have come to the conclusion that people are retarded. <laughs> they are. I mean, they 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 they've they've lost it. They've lost their cookies. 
uh, their brain cookies um, to, uh, to, to, to be more angry at those of us who are trying to be, under God's guidance, bulwarks against evil and protector of children and women and things of that nature, more angry at people who do that than the evildoers, than those who would cut you or stab you and try to go for your kidney, which is one of the practices of BLM. They train for that. And and, um, I, I don't mind saying this. And I've said it before on your show, Tim, we as men have to train, whether it's privately, you, you, you've got, you got it there, we've got to practice, and um, you have to be ready, because they are. And if you see, if, you're, if I'm out and about and I see someone, and now had I been there, I think it would have been a different scenario. I really do believe that. Or had some of my friends, like who were with me in D.C., had they, they've been there. It would have been a different scenario because we have to learn how to even the score. And it's not about vengeance. I, I just I just want to clear the air on that. It's not about vengeance. Vengeance is the Lord's. But the Lord gave us brains. He gave us gray matter. And he gave us the unalienable right to protect ourselves, our friends, our properties, dot, dot, dot. He did not give us the brains to be fools he did not give us this great nation. He did not give us the mother wit, the, the ability and the wisdom to build such a nation to allow it to be crumbled under modern-day knuckle-draggers. He, he, that, that's, not, that's not what he designed us for. God would rather – he likes people that start fights against evil better than those who want to play an organ, have organ music playing in the background. We shall love those who, who trespassed against us. Yeah. And of course, we will just pray for them. And, and the Lord and the Lord will deliver them from their sins. No, sometimes you need a fivefold ministry, which, you know, and you know what that is. I, I think what we need to do, uh, Ron, is, is we'll need to pray for them uh, because they're going to be spending some time convalescing. <laughs> uh, but we're, we are out of time for this hour, so I've got to reset it. Otherwise, I would not have interrupted you right where you were because you were getting on a good roll. Uh, can you stay with me a little longer into the second hour, sir, or, or do you need to go? Oh, why not? Why not? I mean, uh, being on your show, I'm getting in a better mood, and it's it's even helping me. All right. Well, that's good, then. I, I'm glad to be uh, able to do that. Even therapeutic. That's a good thing. I, I'm not often accused of that. Usually it's other things, but okay. All right. For those of you that I have to say goodbye to, and that includes the folks listening live at WCET right now, uh, and everybody else if you're listening at KYAH 540 AM and so on and so forth, thank you for being here. And remember, tune back in again tomorrow, same tap time, same tap channel, and please don't take my word for it. Definitely, definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort, and most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. And in the meanwhile, guys, stay safe, uh, stay healthy, and, uh, you know, be smart, even if it goes against your nature. Uh, we're going to need that more than ever the next few days. For those of you who are here live at BTR, though, don't go anywhere. Ron and I will continue right after this.
smell the dust, feel the sun, fingers twitch just above the gun, hear the wind cross the plain, there is no fear that I must contain, and I'm in the eye of the See the sweat across his brow. I'm poised to draw any turn. USA is in a crucial stage. It's not because of foreign wars we wage. All to do with the colors blue and red. Too many laws, too much government. Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread. So many people try to cross the border. Politicians build a new world order. Too many minds are convinced they should be led. I've got to be free. Welcome to today's broadcast of Tap Into the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing with all the usual caveats, of course. With you, as always, I am your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap, Committee, alive from historic Rome County, Tennessee. And so very glad to have uh, Chief and uh, Cajun hanging out with me in the chat room and on the line with me, joining me as is the norm on Wednesday evenings. But staying with us for a little extra time as he stayed over into the second hour, the purveyor of the Edwards Notebook, the host of the Ron Edwards American Experience. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome 
once again to the show, Mr. Ron Edwards. Ron, thank you so much for staying with us uh, as we are uh, slowly uh, guiding ourselves to uh, this next stage of saving the American Republic. And hopefully it is a, uh, a situation where by the end of the week we are still declaring victory for one Donald J. Trump as we reelect 45 in the paraphrasing <laughs> of a certain <laughs> way out Maxine Waters. Uh, Ron, I, I just just for the purposes of the folks that are listening to the rebroadcast, whether they're listening at KYAH 540 AM, Utah's Talk Authority, or, or WCET Radio, or KDIL 105.7 FM in Kennewick, Washington, and of course, KOII 94.5 FM in Flagstaff, Arizona. For their benefit, the time of the live broadcast is November 4th. It's 2020. It's a few brief moments after 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Ron, I, I, I just – I continue to scratch my head, and I'm puzzled by how it is that so many people are still just falling in line with uh, these early predictions. In fact, Fox still hasn't budged on their call of Arizona when there is literally no one in the state of Arizona that thinks they're even close. Nobody is questioning the fact that uh, Alaska is still trying to count votes, which this is the first time Alaska hasn't been able to make their call in the first couple of hours after their polls closed. Uh, I mean, Alaska is not uh, a huge deal here, but it's clearly a state that is going to go strong Trump. We know this because uh, Alaska has a lot of their uh, – their economy based on energy, and so they definitely don't want a Joe Biden administration who's promised to end the oil industry. Uh, but uh, all of these shenanigans in these big uh, Midwest states, the uh, the Wisconsin, the Michigan, uh, you know, and right now it looks like they're doing everything they can to try to cheat their way into a W in Pennsylvania. And and I've been saying for weeks, Ron that there's not a lot of evidence that there's a lot of uh, widespread systemic uh, voter fraud going on. But I've also pointed out that as close as this race was going to be electorally, you didn't need widespread. You just needed significant numbers and a few selected locations. I think that's what we've seen in Wisconsin. I think that's what we've seen in Michigan. I'm pretty sure we're seeing it in slow motion happening in Pennsylvania right now. I think that's also what's still going on in North Carolina and in Georgia. Uh, your reaction to this notion that uh, that this has been a legitimate election, where, where are you falling on how much of this has actually been legitimate uh, uh, on uh, a state-by-state -state level and where we are seeing just straight-up cheating. Okay, I want to share a few state names, and then I'm going to give you a few numbers. Uh, I think this will <laughs> – these facts will answer your question. Okay, let's start with Nevada. You have 1,277,000 registered votes, Right. Well, projected votes are 1,593,143. That's 125% of voting. <laughs> Pennsylvania, 6,469,000 uh, 
are registered. Projected votes, 7,041,672. No, that's 109%. Minnesota, 3 million registered voters. Projected votes, 3,197,528. That is 107%. North Carolina, 5,160,000 registered voters, but projected votes, 5,453,943, Wisconsin, you just mentioned this state, 3,129,000 votes. Ah, projected votes, 3,000,000. 283,532, 105%. Michigan, 5,453,000 votes, I'm sorry, registered voters. But, Tim, it's 5,716,581 projected votes, 105%. Arizona, you just mentioned those guys, 3 million. 262,000 votes. But alas, it's 3,292,705 votes, 101%. The only state in this list that I have that um, is within the legal, the right or correct range is Georgia, which has a uh, turnout of 96%. Now, I think that answers your question. I think it answers the question quite well, in fact. Uh, If we drilled down into some of the other states that uh, called early, I think you can still find some anomalies in certain counties, but not significant enough to matter. Uh, Were you surprised uh, at how long it took to call Florida and Texas – uh, for uh, for Trump. Well, it didn't have to take that long, but I was surprised at how long they chose to, because it, it seemed like they were hoping against hope. Oh my God, we just hope, we just oh my gosh, please Florida, flip blue, flip blue. It it just seems like that that's what they were hoping. Probably during commercial breaks. Oh my God, I hope. I hope it flips. I hope. Uh, please help us. Let us see big blue tonight. Go blue. Go blue. Go blue. And of course, it didn't happen. Thank God for those for those Cubans and Venezuelans and Colombians. Thank God for those people. Because because had Florida gone blue, it would have been all over. We wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Yeah, it would already be a done deal. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned the. Uh, ex-Cuban nationals who are uh, American citizens now and the uh, Venezuelans as well because that was another topic I wanted to delve with you. Have you ever seen the left being quite so patronizing to a group of people that they have courted so well? I mean you literally had folks ranging – uh, the realm of well, Cubans aren't really Hispanic anyway because they're actually just white. 
too uh they were too stupid to understand that this socialist is just uh business is just propaganda from the the trump campaign yeah. uh, it's like i am sorry no these people you know who hates socialism the most ron i know you do <laughs> people who have lived in a socialist country you know who loves socialism the most people who are white, leftist, elitist, um, living in a developed nation that's never had to live under or close to communism or socialism. They love it because it's just a thought idea for them. It's a it's a mental exercise, and it sounds pretty. You can paint that utopian picture. You can pretend like eventually we have moved into the Gene Roddenberry future of uh, – the United Federation of Planets, where we all just get along <laughs> until suddenly there's a new bully on the block and you got to go to war. But that, they don't talk about that part when it comes to Gene Roddenberry. Uh, it, it is astounding, though, how quickly and how hard some of these people insulted and attacked, in particular the Cubans and the Venezuelans, for being responsible for guaranteeing a Trump win in Florida. Wait a minute. Say that again. I, I swear you went – on my end anyway. I don't know if there was a problem on your end, but it was like – Okay. Well, I just said that it was amazing to see these people who have tried so hard to court this vote, part of the Hispanic coalition, the, that voting block in Florida, and how quickly they turned on them and, and the mean and nasty things they said about these folks – just because they knew a truth and they voted accordingly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, well, that, that's that's typical of the left at whatever um, group of people that they're dealing with. Uh, you have um, the Negro Thought Police. You have leftist Jews who they, they all act the same way. Oh, you, we want you to adopt or help us uh, bring about – and adaptation to utter control over your life and abject poverty and lack under the grew under under the guise of a um utopian um way way of living or existing wouldn't be living you'd just be existing um the negro thought police are that same way it's 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 they're, they're leftist in general and that's how they are and because they know that it's an, a no good idea. Bernie Sanders, for example, he knows that communism is bad. You know what? You know why I know he knows that? Because if he was really uh, into communism, he would live that lifestyle. He would not have done whatever he could do to get his two homes. I think he has two, but I know he has one large one. And I know he's a and he's and I know he's a millionaire. I think he's up to three now, if I'm oh, not mistaken. So, oh, oh, excuse me. Well, now, huh. I, I I could be wrong, but I I think I saw somewhere not too long ago where he had bought a third, and it's it's kind of nice too. I wouldn't mind living there. I would just wouldn't want to stay there with him. Okay, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's very logical. Um, but the thing is, he doesn't believe in that for himself. Just like Maxine Waters 
does not believe in living in the squalor and the, that her constituents do, um, which is a form of socialism because it's the welfare system, this, that, and the other, all born out of the, uh, the Communist Manifesto. Um, ruin the family, blah, 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 blah. But she doesn't believe in that for herself. See, these people think that they are above us. They think they're better than we are, and that they know what's best for us. They're such nasty little dweebs who think that we don't know anything. In fact, even Robert Dole, the, the former um, re Republican uh, or the late Republican senator, Robert Dole, Republican, said in the halls of Congress, American people, they don't know what the hell they want. And this is what the elites think about us. The majority of people that think like that are on the left, but you had some people like Bob Dole who, who also believe that. And it's like they think that we are – we need to be put on a maze or put in a maze and guided along like you know, as you go this way. And if you go right or left or try to turn around, the collar will buzz until you go in the direction we want you to go. But they, 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 that's what uh, they believe. I can live well, but I want to tax you to the gills, and I want to control you. I want to prevent you from obtaining the same inexpensive cure for Corona China virus that the president received. I want you to go to hospital if you catch it, and we'll see if your body survives and you overcome it or you just die. And if we do give you something, we want to give you – we choose – we want to give you something that we choose that is not as good for your body. Oh, wait a minute. You deserve – you should have a vaccine. That's what we're going to promote, a vaccine that has uh, swine properties and is heavily laden with metal so that you're basically a walking antenna. Um, but – but the hydroxychloroquine, another very inexpensive um, entity that you could easily afford, anyone could afford. I think it's $13 a pop or something like that. Not that much. Oh, no, that's too easy. That's a simple solution. It's market-oriented. Lots of people would buy it. But no, they want to control it so that you pay up the wazoo or can't afford it, and they put you into a system where it's uh, it, it's you're barely eking by, you barely live, you barely you're not living, you're you're existing. And if you dare say anything about it, oh wait a minute, we're, we'll put you in this little um, hotel, government hotel over here. You can check out, but you can't leave. Like the Hotel California, and 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 so. This is why, oh gosh, I shouldn't say this, but this is why I, I, I almost, I'm, I'm almost to the point where I hate these people. Well, you know, it, it's it's hard not to have strong negative emotions when you know that these folks know exactly what they're promoting, they know exactly what they're trying to shove down on you, and uh, they trust. The American people to not be wise enough to see it coming, and sadly enough, there's just enough folks that don't 
that they're able to get away with it. Well, the reason why they're able to get away with it is because parents for too many generations have allowed the government school system to get away with dummying down people. When you indoctrinate rather than educate, you literally do a form of brain damage where you do not have critical thinking. You do not have common sense. It used to be that even an uneducated individual would have mother wit and common sense in this country. Well, you know something that that you know what that doesn't square with um, reality, son. That that just doesn't look right. I, I don't know about that. Now they just go along with what they're pumping out because it's connected with what they're indoctrinated with all the time. You want to know how I know? My, I used to I used to um, you know deprogram my son. And and we learned a lot of stuff, and 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 even in your great state, a state that I really do like, even in your great state, there was a bunch of parents that said, "Okay, uh, we'll um, yeah, we promise, teachers, we're not going to check and see what you're teaching them on the internet, even though they're in our house. I'm their parent. I'll give you more authority." Than, than the the, the authority of, granted got by God to me as their parent, and I won't I won't look and see what you're teaching my children. I ain't gonna do it. Now, when you have Americans dummy down to that point, is it an, any wonder why the Democrats don't have any respect for us? Because they they, they it was George H. W. Bush who years ago said. If the American people really understood what we've done after us with 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 stakes and, and pitchforks, with shovels and pitchforks, and would take us and would come after us. See, and they know they know what they're doing, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the worst part. But you know what? When you point that out, when I point that out, when other people point it out. Uh, suddenly we find ourselves banned from social media platforms, and we're labeled with that most horrible of title, conspiracy theorist. It's like, first of all, uh, there is a conspiracy, but uh, ain't no theory involved. We've been watching it unfold, and, and they've admitted to it. I mean, it is in their writings. They have told us for decades and decades now that they were targeting the education system, that they were taking full advantage of the freedoms and liberties offered here, and that they would do so in order to target those very same freedoms and liberties. So you're absolutely right, and yeah, I, I hate to admit it, but yeah, it, it happened here. A lot of folks did go along and say, all right, we, we'll, we'll just let you uh, do whatever. We'll stay out of the room. We got no interest whatsoever in knowing what it is you're doing. I don't care what you're telling my kid as long as they're out of my hair for an hour. <laughs> so, okay, well, that, that, that doesn't sound right to me. And uh, again, you're right too. I spent a lot of time with my youngest daughter uh, talking about the lesson plan and uh, what's transpired uh, and uh, the things going on in the classes. And then I've had to go and bring up source material, and we'd go back over it, and we would sh I would show her 
where what they had said was either incomplete spin or flat-out fabrication. Jesus. I'm just looking at something here. Uh, I believe it's in New York State. A gentleman wrote me. He says, I believe a teenager can figure out that something is off. 160,000 votes mysteriously show up between 3 and 4 a.m. this morning. I went to bed at 1.45 a.m., and it took, and it uh, looked promising. Trump said it is not over, though. He'll have to get lawyers to verify every registered vote in America. <laughs> Supreme Court, here we come. Well, all I can say is thank the Lord that uh, Justice Roberts is no longer the deciding oh. vote. <laughs> oh, my God. What a ter- what a turncoat. You know something, when it's time to meet our maker, one of the things, because we'll, we all will have missed something and because you're, you're given account for everything. And even those who make it in heaven, I believe we still, there's something you missed that we, you know, we'll all, because we, we review our lives and all that, I believe. But one of the things I pray that I never have to, to give an account for, and that's being a traitor. And that is being a deceiver, a purposeful deceiver, or a traitor, or both. I think those are some of the lowest forms of human debris, to be a traitor against what is good, to promote what is evil. And the Democrat Party, if if it's evil, they promote it. They promote – they openly now promote pedophilia. They openly promote – and, and, and soon it will be bestiality. They, oh, it, it, I don't care what it is. If it's evil, party of the Democrat, uh, of that's that's the party, and that's one of the other reasons why Trump is going all the way to the Supreme Court. It's more than just whether he wins the presidency. He understands this is literally. We've heard this before, Tim. We've heard all. Oh, Life and death, this is, the, this is the most important election in our history. Man, I tell you, this is it by tenfold because we have, we have gotten to the point, literally, not figuratively, but literally we've gotten to the point where if the, white, the right guy does not remain in the White House, the America we know, this mongrel economy that we have, because it's only partially free, uh, free a free economic economy. There's a mongrel society, and that's what a democracy is. It's a mongrelized society. It's a form, a cheap imitation of, of a republic. And even under that, we still have a great society. But if Joe, if, if Joe B. gets back in there, Joe B., it's over. It's over, man. Yeah. You think it's bad now against churches that want to tell John MacArthur, people like that. You know, with with Kamala in, in office, they'll have mobs beating those people up in the parking lot of that church Sunday mornings when John MacArthur says, hey, we're going to church anyway. I mean, I'm telling you, the mindset of that evil witch, that evil witch, and by the way, when I use the word witch, I'm not losing I'm not using it loosely. Go and look at the religious beliefs of Kamala Harris or Kamala, 
Maxine Waters. These people are are horrible, horrible beings. And you go back and you research and see what their religious beliefs are. And if they're not, if you don't find out, well, just do the research, Tim. And it, it's very wicked. Yeah. Yeah, said, I mean, when, do you remember in 1968, Los Angeles hired a woman as the official witch of Los Angeles? I forget her name. But when she passed in 2013, they went, the constituents of um, Maxine Waters, Way Out Waters, went to her and said, will you denounce this? Will you renounce this religion this, this, that has been used over L.A.? We believe it's part of the reason why it's so cursed and it's, you know things are going to get worse and what's worse – and that's all they asked. Would would she publicly denounce that way of life or whatever? That we're not about that as a city. We're supposed to be the city of angels. And she renounced. She said, "Hell no, I'm not." And then they did a little digging. Well, she's a, she's a witch herself. She that she does the circle and the pentagram, uh, and and that's one of the reasons why they don't want to get rid of abortion because these people, Governor Witchmer, Cuomo. Wolf, well, any Democrat basically, but those in particular, one of the reasons why the Democrats are so rabid about maintaining abortion in our society is because they look at that as a blood sacrifice, and they are strengthened off of that. And this is why more so than the official dogma, a woman's right. No, it's deeper than that. They don't have Molech, but it's the modern-day Molech. But it's called abortion. And they got the black people to to be the number one um, participant. People the left hate, but use. And 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 I'm not telling you anything that cannot be easily found out. I mean, it's not uh, you know, it's not like trying to to, to find um, a needle on on the on the moon's surface. It's 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 there. So yeah. I, I'm not lying to you. I'm not exaggerating. This isn't just uh, me me trying to figure something out. No, this is provable stuff. And she said no. Yes, unfortunately uh, for her and a few others with the D at the end of their name, the city of Los Angeles has went from being the city of angels to the city of fallen angels. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ron, we're going to have to take that mid-hour break right there, but when we come back, I want to get your ideas on uh, how long you think uh, this uh, little debacle is going to take to run its course. And then we'll uh, see if we can't find a positive note somehow, somewhere to uh, to end on. Uh, we we might have our work cut out on that one, uh, the way things are looking. But uh, stay right where you're at. And ladies and gentlemen, those of you who are listening, you stay right where you're at. Uh, Ron and myself will be back right after this very brief break. And yet... Another reason why Joe Biden should not be President of the United States of America. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, 
If any nation is overrun by liberal border crossers who never assimilate into its society, that nation will crumble from within. That is why Acting Border Protection Commissioner Mark Morgan warned that illegal border crossing could bloom into a full invasion if, God forbid, sleepy Joe Biden wins the U.S. presidency. It is the goal of Democrats, including Joe Biden, to fundamentally transform the United States into a godless, Christian-hating, bigoted nation that resembles Venezuela rather than the constitutionally limited republic envisioned by the Founding Fathers. The United States of America is the overall greatest nation ever known, but if Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and almost every single Democrat gets their way, America will lose her greatness and end up relegated to the ash heap of history. A triumphant Trump means victory for our republic. God bless America, and may America finally bless God. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Welcome, I'm Dan Perkins with your songs and stories for soldiers, veterans, tip of the day. Many veterans have been in the hospital throughout the pandemic without the ability to see family or loved ones. As a result, depression is on the rise. Here's your veterans tip of the day. Go to songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us and click on the donate button to contribute an MP3 system to a veteran. You can help fight depression. Go to songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. This has been your veterans tip of the day. Hey, late-nighters, keep up with all things WCET Radio by joining our mailing list. Just go to the bottom of the homepage and fill in the Stay Informed form. Then click the Get Latest News button. You will get everything from guest info and show info and other important station-related information. So sign up now and get a special promo offer just for email subscribers. Late Nighters, make sure you like and follow WCET Radio and all our shows on social media. Just click the channel you want at the top and bottom of our homepage. Then be sure to share with a friend and ask that friend to do the same. And you become the resistance. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from that very brief break. And please become part of the resistance. Uh, all you patriots out there, we're going to need every single one of you. Uh, dark days ahead for this republic, regardless of the outcome of the election, because the forces of darkness, should Trump prevail, they're not going to go away. They're going to keep coming. And uh, should they find a way to distort the will of the American people and put forth a false I, – I, the words – I, I, I'm getting angry. I gotta calm down. If they decide to put this um, this bobblehead <laughs> in the uh, the White House, then we will have to fight for our liberties and our freedoms, much like the founders and framers of the Constitution did. And it, it really is just that simple. I'm not calling for violence, but I am telling you that uh, violence may very well find its way to you, and you best be prepared. I am saying that we need to be prepared to fight uh, with uh, ideas. We need to be prepared to fight with our intellect, our cunning. We need to be prepared to, to risk our, our sacred honor. And for some people out there, that sounds like a joke. It doesn't sound real. But 
if you are a student of history and you understand that the phrasing of sacred honor, the oath taken by those who dared to take on a superpower and found a way to win through the grace of God and form this great republic, that's a big deal. For some of us, it's literally all we have that uh, is worth uh, worth worth fighting for. So uh, don't forget, become part of the resistance. Join us, whether you're lending your voice, whether you're lending uh, your wealth, or whether you're just uh, being prepared and stand up and do the right thing when the situation calls for it. Just be ready to do your part. In the meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, I also want to remind you that if uh, America First still matters to you, and I think most of the people listening to this show, it does, the most America First company that I know of is Hero Soap. Uh, follow the link in today's uh, show description. Uh, visit Hero Soap and uh, find, find a bar that you like. Order from these folks. They source all of their stuff from other American companies. They're veteran-owned, and they contribute to charities that help to take care of our first responders and our men and women in uniform. And if you sign up for a subscription, well, guess what? Then one of our men and women that are serving in a forward area, they get a bar of soap for free. So you get to do a little something for yourself, and you get to help somebody else that's out there defending our freedoms and liberties. So just keep that in mind. Follow the the link in the show description and uh, check it out. If you don't order anything, fine. Didn't hurt you anything to check it, but you're going to find some stuff I think you're going to like. And they have some new items available, by the way. So if you've been there before, uh, but it's been a while, check them out again. Ron, we are here uh, for the benefit of those who may be uh, listening to the rebroadcast. This is November 4th. Uh, it's a little after 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We still don't have an official count on the uh, electoral votes in the election, so we're still talking about potential fallout from the election. Uh, I, we we have people who have stepped forward and made uh, ridiculous statements about how long they think it's going to take. Clearly at this point, litigation is going to be involved. The courts are going to have to play a role what do you see playing out, and how long do you think it's going to be, sir, before we know who is going to be officially recognized as the winner of the 2020 presidential election? Well, I don't want to make a ridiculous uh, guess on how long it'll take. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know, man. It's um, just a matter of weeks. Because uh, we know, we all know it's it's what's going on, and I think uh, the fraud will be proven, and I think it's going to be be really put in the face of of, of America. It's going to be a huge scandal. Um, you can tell a fake ba- ballot from a real one. You've got fake ballots in there. They, you know, the real ones have what's called a watermark. The fake ones that look like the real ones do not, and. There's just so much of this kind of crap that that, that went on in this election and um, purposely handing out, uh, you know, Sharpies and here, there and everywhere, not everywhere, but in many places. Um, I couldn't tell you, man, it's just because 
I, you know there's going to be countersuits probably, but who cares? As long as there's a trial, because the evidence has to come out. I mean, evidence is evidence. Right. And once there's evidence that's going to come out and those who care about truth and, and all that and things to work right, it will matter and prayerfully that it's, that enough Americans will care and that it will make a difference. Because if the people don't care, it will not make a difference. And when you consider all the things that have happened up to this point, even before the election, and not enough people care, I mean, they allowed Barr um, – you know, Blob, Barr, and Durham to get away with dragging their feet, and Ray of, of the FBI. I mean, one scandal after another, and they've just allowed everything to just be swept under the rug, so they won't harm the de- so that the details wouldn't be released, so it wouldn't harm the Democrats. And Barr should be, he, and Barr is the one who should be punished. Even for that, I know that's not what you asked about, but to me it's all connected, man, because scandal after scandal, and and this is just the latest one, and I think this one will be the one that causes an explosion on our side. Yeah. Because Because, like I said, it's life or death to our lifestyle. I, I really think you're right because we have seen more pushback finally uh, from uh, folks that aren't necessarily on the right, but uh, at least recognize that uh, what's being forced down our throats is not American. Uh, we've seen groups form like the Proud Boys, which uh, a newsflash, all you lefties, the Proud Boys are not white supremacists, regardless of what you want to think. Uh in fact, the Proud Boys wouldn't exist at all if it wasn't for Antifa going around trying to beat up old ladies and senior citizens in wheelchairs. Uh, the, that's where the Proud Boys came from. It was a response to your actions of lawlessness on the streets. But uh, you know, I, I asked the question because we, we did get kind of this ridiculous exercise in court involvement in an election back in 2000 when we saw Bush Gore. Uh, I don't think this is anything like that. Uh, how do you – once you prove uh, that there were polling places in Arizona that were intentionally forcing votes to become uh, ineligible to be legally counted, uh, how do you remedy that situation? Do you have to do the election over in some of these locations, or uh, I mean, what? what is your thoughts towards a remedy for some of the things that we already know for sure – uh, have happened in key locations? Well, since I still believe that the majority of votes were legitimate, although a significant amount are illegitimate, I think you do it like in a way that teaches you them a lesson. Well, you Democrats, because it's only the Democrats who have been cheating, um, you cheated in states where you were way behind and after you're cheating all of a sudden voila there's an advantage and we see the condition of these 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 ballots many are, are illegitimate uh, there's cheating here so you lose i would just say you know what you cheated and in places you were already behind so it's not like if 
Trump is declared the winner after the dust settles. It's not like they're that uh, Biden was way ahead in those on, in all those places before they officially did the cheating. Right. So to make the difference, I'd say, you know what? You screwed yourself. Go away. Uh, we give the victory to Trump, and that I think that's going to have to be the ruling. And that's only fair. And you think that's and, and to do that to also to teach their, them a lesson. And some people should go to jail. Oh yeah, yeah. There there should be accountability at that level. And I keep hoping to see it at some point. <laughs> and I keep being disappointed, Ron, but I keep hoping for it. I think I might be fitting the legal definition of insanity on that level <laughs> because I keep doing the same thing and keep expecting it. Result, but uh, you know, we we really are facing the situation where we have a lot of people that are already trying to to win over the American people uh, instantly. They're they're using phrases like uh, Trump's going to court uh, to try and create voter suppression, when in truth, at that point in time. The only lawsuits that were already in motion were lawsuits that were intended to make sure that the states followed the state law. See, the thing here is the Constitution gives these states a tremendous amount of power into the hands of the state legislators to determine how voting is doing. Some states went to work early, and they changed the rules in order to make accommodations for COVID-19. Ooh, scary. Some states didn't. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe Pennsylvania is one of these states where they simply had a court rule in favor of an administrator's idea, and the state legislature made no changes to the rules, made no changes to the law. Therefore, Trump is not engaging in voter suppression. He is simply trying to make sure that the rule of law is followed. But we're not told that. The media won't tell us that. Uh, Democrats aren't about to tell you that. There are very few honest actors in this case. Trump has demanded instantly a recount in Wisconsin, and I believe the margin of uh, victory there is close enough that that should have triggered an automatic recount. But you still have to go through the motions of calling for it these days, don't you? As, as this proceeds… I'm all about teaching people a lesson about cheating, a very valuable, important life lesson. But I don't see our system allowing uh, them to just do that. Uh, is there anything that you expect other than at the end of uh, at the end of all this, and when the dust settles, Donald Trump is uh, still the resident at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. <laughs> anyway, uh, now I, I, I'm, I'm so uh, discombobulated here. Uh, other than the fact that uh, Donald Trump and family still remains the residents at the White House, and I'll leave it at that. I think that after the dust settles, after everything is, is done, is said and done, that Donald Trump will remain at the White House. I really do. I, um, I, I. To keep my own sanity, I have to believe that. To even want the desire to stay in this country, I have to believe that. Um, I just I, – I have to. I cannot yet 
despite everything that I've witnessed in recent years, I cannot yet give up on our, on our society. I really believe that um, we're going to win. Um, it's just that who knew? Well, they knew, but who of us knew that they would go to this this level of cheating? But we shouldn't be surprised at all, considering what everything else they've been doing in recent years. So we're just going to have to go through this exercise, make sure all the ducks are in a row, and that we win. And uh, by God's grace, there will be the victory in the courts, and that uh, Donald Trump will remain in the White House. And yes, if the people, the knuckle-draggers, decide to go to Nutsville and, and riot in the cities, then, as you said, um, at least apply the Insurrection Act, Insurrection Act and uh, kick some dragon, man. Kick butt. Take names and kick dragon. And uh, put these those dogs down and um, make them understand that there is the rule of law and that the, the law is stronger than they are. And that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. Until we remind criminals, once again, revert, we've got to reverse this, 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 this mindset. And the only way you can re- reduce uh, or reverse this mindset of the criminal element, which now thinks that they're in the catbird seat, is to defeat them. No different than dealing with a rabbit dog or or a knuckle dragger breaking in your house. The only way you stop them is you prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you're stronger than they are. And they stop doing what they're doing. You beat them, the person, until they stop, until they're not fighting you anymore. And this is where we're at. We've allowed this. This is, you know, we, we put ourselves in this position. Just like we put ourselves in the position with China, we did we did this to ourselves because you know the the, the 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 Democrats and the devil same mindset. They're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to plot and plan all the time. Those of us who supposedly are supposedly so uh, so good and represent the opposite, we have to act like it. You cannot, in Jesus' name. Sit around and insult Jesus Christ and not be willing to fight. That's why I like Trump, man. Well, we're going to court. We're going to fight. In whatever level, uh, Metron, that you you have to fight, you've got to fight. Our, yeah. our side, the, the fault of our side is that we have forgotten how to fight against evil. We fight each other. I mean, Romney, a Republican, look how he fought against um, McCain, uh, McCain's daughter. Look how she fought against Trump. Look at how these other Republicans, how these evangelical Christians who have been praying against Trump. Why? Because when he was a young man, he was a playboy. Oh, boy, that's he. And he's in the White House, yet we had a homosexual Muslim in the White House. That's okay. Black. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and that's racist to even have that attitude, but that's an attitude that the left has. And so, you know, um, I know you're going to probably laugh at me for saying this, but in a way, this is a good thing. If this is what it takes to wake our behinds up, then so be it. And because I know as we wake up, we will win this battle. He won the the election. He won the election. 
They didn't want to give it to him, and so they opened the door and allowed uh, the, the cheating. And so he's got to go to court, prove his case. He stays in the White House. We kick Dragon, and we turn this country around. It's going to happen. Can you imagine what will happen across this great planet if if I'm wrong? Mm. See, we're not just. See, it's not just all about us. No. I, have, I know friends all over this planet, personally, in Africa, in Israel, and Great Britain, primarily. There's a few other places, but there, that's the the bulk of the people, the majority of the people that I know of, that have let us know. Hey, we're praying for you guys over there, because we know if you guys go down, if you all fall succumb to this, we are really going to be hit. Yeah. China is barking at the door, man. You don't know. A lot of people don't know how what China is. Those wolf tickets that she is selling to the Australians, to the Africans, and 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 they have a beachhead in our hemisphere that should have never been allowed. I'm talking about China in Venezuela. Yeah, with armed armed military uh, ships, they're ready for battle down there. Yeah, right now China is actively enslaving large swaths of the world, and they're using debt to create that. But that is their purpose. It is literal enslavement, and uh, anybody who doubts that, just sit back and wait and see. And oh, by the way, leftists who still think, oh, China's not that bad, uh, you want to come after somebody like me or Ron and call us Islamophobic, what – do you think is happening in China to the Muslims that are there? Oh, but we're not going to talk about that. You, you want to use slurs like homophobic when we talk about uh, the fact that uh, well, whatever, however you want to approach it. And uh, then you want to ignore the fact that uh, in some of these other nations, uh, homosexuals are having their hands bound behind their back, and they're being tossed off of the top of buildings for being homosexual. Now, I, I find myself over and over again really tired of being called a science denier because I don't buy into your climate hoax. That's not to say that the climate isn't changing, but there's nothing that you raising my taxes is going to do to change that. Climate changes. It has changed forever. That's how this planet works. I'm tired <laughs> of being called a bigot and a homophobe when I don't hate anyone. Although I have strong disdain for certain politicians, and it's easy to tell that if you listen to the show long enough, which ones they are. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and don't forget the old classic. You white guys are called, as Tucker Carlson, Carlson would say, racist. And so well, you know they throw that out there every time you say something that uh, – you know they don't like you know but i but like i said i this is so horrible it's going to boomerang they're they're going to be hamanized yeah they they'll be hamanized it's going to come back on them the the, the 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 gallows that they have constructed to hang america they themselves will be swinging from those political gallows i predict no i'm just kidding but yeah <laughs> I, I i really believe that's going to happen. 
I do believe they will be hoisted upon their own petards, as the saying goes. Uh, we are, we're out of time, Ron. We we oh. have spent two hours hanging out together, and again, I want to thank you for uh, spending that extra hour with me tonight. I I, I needed a friendly ear to kind of vent with uh, as much as I think you did. <laughs> and uh, it is, it's not the end result of what's happening. It's the way this is playing out. That's so frustrating. Uh, before you go there, I do want to ask the really hard hitting question that I haven't asked you yet. Uh, you've made the statement on a couple of visits now that uh, you're find, trying to find ways to, to stay here. Uh, that, that you're seeing this situation move in a direction where you don't necessarily want to be here anymore if uh, these folks get control. Uh, where would you go? <laughs> Bermuda. Well, you know, they're coming after you in Bermuda. It, once they get America, there's no place left that's uh, off limits. I myself, are, uh, I'm looking to, to make friends with a certain owner of SpaceX and see if there's not some place to colonize. But uh, I was just curious because I thought I might need to come hang out with you when we have to leave the country if this plays out uh, the way this would be. It's like it's either that or we're hanging out in the uh, re-education camps, Ron. And, and uh, if that's the case, I hope we can be rubies. Cause yeah, there you go. At least we can, uh, you know, whatever. But uh, we can joke about it together and pray together, I guess, and uh, – motivate each other to put up with the crap but you know it it i i just firmly believe that uh i say those things because i don't believe that it, it, that they're going to win i just believe we've gotten to the point of no return in meaning that we have no choice but to win yeah. and therefore i will not be forced to stand by my word and and leave yeah because i yeah. i I, I, I don't, you know, I understand. I've gotten to the point where I understand what those old people that I used to talk to as a much younger guy, are the Serbian um, refugees or the the Albanians and uh, you know the Italian, the old Italians in my neighborhood. And as a little young lad, I would sit there at their knee and talk with them uh, about the, the the tyranny and the, the horrible things. And what would freak me out start tearing up and they were telling me I'm a young guy right mm-hmm. young guy in the 80s at their knee and they're telling me with tears in their eyes oh my god and I see the beginnings of these things happening in this country and I'm like freaking out <laughs> you know inside I'm like oh crap dad was right and and and, and so Oh, okay, I heard 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the countdown for the live air time I've got left. Okay, well, I'll shut up and because uh, you've got to probably end your show, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get in horn into that. So uh, I'll I'll say good night, and it's been a blessing and, and an honor once again to be on your show. And oh, yeah, I feel a lot better than I did because uh, several hours ago, my wife looked at me and said. I thought I was going to have a heart attack at one time. I was so angry. Well, I'm glad I didn't get there, and I'm so glad you came and hang out with me again. Uh, yeah, Ron, we are we are at that point. Whatever the cost to winning, it is still far less than the cost of losing. That is where we are at today. Thank you, sir. 
and I look forward to our next opportunity to get together. And in the meanwhile, all you fine folks out there who've listened today, a uh, quick reminder from Chief, uh, he wanted to let you know that if you don't know how traitors are thought of, read Dante's Inferno. In the meanwhile, best thing to take away from tonight's broadcast is to not take my word for one little bit of it. Go do your own research because the most important thing you can do is use your brain. That's the only way you really tap into the truth. In the meanwhile, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, be smart, even if it goes against your nature. I'll see you guys Friday night, and I am out. Using both hands.